Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Trisky. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to you and all the listeners. Uh, we really appreciate you guys and just want to say thank you for everything you guys do. Um, want to give a shout-out uh, to one of uh, Zuck and I's friends. His name is uh, O'Neal. I'm not going to say his first name, but his last name's O'Neal. And uh, everybody used to call him Lars. Um, he just recently passed away a couple days ago. Uh, one of our friends found him um, in his bed. Um, yeah, so we just wanted to just give you a shout out, O'Neal. Uh, bro, we love you and uh, praying for you and your family. And we will see you again, bro, in the next life for sure. We will see you again. Okay, guys. Um, yeah, I just want to de- dedicate this episode uh, to. Uh, to my buddy O'Neal. Um, anyways, man, yeah, we will see you again, bro. Uh, I just want to say uh, thank you guys uh, for supporting us. Um, any of you guys who do Patreon or you guys who buy our merch, we definitely love you guys. We appreciate you. We could not do this without you. And everybody who listens to us, please um, go uh, subscribe or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. And uh, if you can, uh, just uh, just drop a comment and give us a good rating. So. Um, yeah. Anyways, we love you guys, and I just want to say congratulations to Zuck on him and his wife's um, 11th year anniversary, I believe is what it was. So, hey, Zuck, congratulations. Man. And uh, everybody else, um, yeah, just keep your eyes up, keep your face up. And, uh, yeah, I'm working in the warehouse right now, so I'm sure you heard a big bang. Anyways, I love you guys. All right, take care. Now let's get to the episode. Zero, three, four with David from Down the Rabbit Hole. Cheers. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Drewski. Hey, guys. Uh, we're in another episode of Cryptid Warfare. This is uh, episode 034. No, it is yeah. episode zero three four. I'll say it again, episode zero three four. We have an awesome guest on. Uh, is uh, David, but the alias is from down the rabbit hole. I'm sure you guys know who is guy's an awesome blogger. He um, enthusiast. Uh, uh, his Instagram about a year ago. He goes through that. They are definitely worthy of attention, guys. And he's for the show. Um. That, um, well, he says he's not an expert, but I think he knows things, guys. So yeah. let's get stuff. I'll give that to him. He's pretty humble. Just check out his stuff. He's on Instagram. He has three kinds of Instagram and Facebook pages. He's got over 9,000 on the Insta and 19 and a half on Facebook. So this guy's blowing up, guys. It's good. So, um, David, dude, we're glad to have you on. We're going to. Talking a little bit about you, how you got into this stuff, and uh, bro, I'm excited, dog. 
Finally, I finally get to see a face to the name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So to me, you're like some like mystical dude. Like, man, this dude's throwing out some good vids, dude. Who is this guy? Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, the stuff that that I hunt for is is the creepiest stuff I could find. Sometimes, uh, and like I'm not an expert, so I can't tell if this is real or sometimes it's pretty obvious, but sometimes it's not. And the way I, I do, if it creeps me out, if the creep factor is high, it's going up and I'm going to present it. So, yeah, that's how I that's how I handle it. And, you know, luckily, I, I've been very fortunate. I've been very fortunate that uh, we just hit over 10K on Instagram and we're just that's about awesome. to hit 20K yeah. on Facebook. So, I mean, wow. I, I don't know what's going on, but hey. I'm ready. Yeah, it's almost like the NFL. You know how the teams peak at the right time in the playoffs? Yes. That's you, dog. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, it's been great. I, I work on it every single day, every single day. Every morning I get up, That's the first thing I do, hours at a time, you know, put some stuff together. Find, yeah. I'm always hunting. I'm always hunting for stuff. And luckily, some people are actually sending me videos now. So that's been very helpful. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely, man. And uh, I'm sure you get information from informing the masses. Inform the masses. Uh, sounds familiar. He probably sent me some stuff. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I've heard. Yeah, anyways, yeah, because he, yeah, yeah, because he constantly sends me stuff and he always posts stuff. So it's kind of like a little, it's kind of like a little California hacker. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, yeah, but well, it's good stuff, man. But yeah, we're gonna. Jump into this project blue beam, man. So Thanks. I guess so I yeah, like you said, you did some extensive research. I have to um it's very very interesting. And to me I the way I do things that goes like a lot of I'm a believer in God, so I always try to like to back things up with the Bible, but I'm not just strictly just that. I have an open mind about a lot of things too, so I just let people say what they say and say, it. and you know what? I'm sure some that I'm looked that up, and you know, some of the times like, holy crap, dude, they are. Yeah, it is legit, man. That's okay. cool. So yeah, so um, I'm an open book too, man. So, but anyways, David, um, yeah, bro, let's just get started on this project, Bluebeam, man. So what got you? What got you started in looking this up, dude? So I was, uh, I I was watching a couple of uh, podcasts. One of my my friends, Tommy Cullum from Let's Get Freaky. Yeah, I know Tom Boy. Matter of fact, we're gonna be on his. We're gonna be on his show uh, in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Oh, he's awesome, man. Yeah, we're gonna be on his show in two weeks. And so I was. uh, I think he had a Brian Bowden in there. You heard of Brian? Yeah. So Brian's pretty cool. Uh, He was bringing it up, and I honestly listen. I'll be honest with you guys. Conspiracy theorist, I am not. Right. So, um, a lot of this stuff, I'll take and I'll. I'll listen to it. I'll take it in and okay, sounds far fetched or whatever. But I'll look in. I'll try to look into it. So it's important that you do your research. You look, see if you can find uh, any basis for it. So I heard Brian, and it kind of sounded outlandish to me. But he was basically saying that the government, or actually, now that I've done a little more research, it's not the government. It's more of a cabal of the elites. The uh, Illuminati, yep. you know, shadow government, whatever you want to call it. So these guys are going to fake a, from what Brian was saying, a an alien invasion. 
Yeah. And they're going to use holographic technology that we don't know about that apparently they found from aliens and uh, basically have aliens over the skies. They're going to use our weapons right behind these holograms and uh, kill as many people as they can. So if you think about it, a part of this new world order, the cabal, they want population control. That's one of the things. So that's, that's what he talked about. I heard it. I thought, what the hell is this? Let's go down the yeah. rabbit hole, right? So I uh, did a little research, and turns out the guy who wrote the book called Project Bluebeam, his name is Serge Manast. And I'm okay. Saying, he's a French-Canadian man. He was a journalist. He's a poet. He's an essayist and a conspiracy theorist who uh, was kind of shooting against the New World Order. That was his conspiracy. Yeah. He fighting them in his mind, fighting the new world order. So <clears throat> interesting thing about this guy, he actually claimed uh, after he wrote his book, it published in 1994, right? And yeah. in 1995, he felt that he was being followed. He felt that he was being harassed. He claimed that he was being hunted by the police and authorities for an involvement in what they were calling the networks of prohibited information. Right, so he was had homeschool. Was this the same dude that they? Uh, this the same dude that they assassinated his daughter? I don't think so. I, I know that okay, he had okay. two two children. I know he had children. He was homeschooling them, right? Yeah. And so, uh, not long after he published the book, he was getting harassed by police. He was getting harassed by authorities, and uh, so what ended up happening is. The, the authorities actually came and took his children, made him wards of the state because uh, they felt that they felt that his children needed a public education, which is kind of if you think about it, it's kind of bizarre. Does that happen with people who are being homeschooled? They just decide, oh, you know, you need to go to school. So we're going to take you out. Yeah. Real bizarre. That happened in September of 1996. Okay, uh, Jesus. Yeah. So not long after that, he got arrested in December. Okay. He got arrested. It, they didn't really say what the arrest was for. It was a brutal arrest, apparently. He had spent the night in jail. And the very next day when he was released, he died of a heart attack. Hmm. Which is very bizarre, if you ask me. You know, you go, yeah. he arrested. He was 51 years old. Uh, apparently, he was in good shape. Uh, and how do you just die of a heart attack the very next day? That's kind of strange. Coincidence? I think not. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know, but the CIA had had, they have weapons uh, that can induce a heart attack, and they had to reveal this information in 1977. So mm -hmm. that, that exists. Yeah. There's a way to, to deliver a heart attack, and it's been with us for yeah. a long time. So I, I just think that's all freaking bizarre, man. So they're calling it like psychotropic weapons. Uh, and basically his followers were claiming that they he was assassinated, essentially, to keep from revealing what he knows. Yeah. So his book, Project Bluebeam, has four very carefully placed steps in order to uh, create the New World Order. And I'm going to go through them yeah. real quick. Okay. This yeah, is the essence. So the number one, very carefully placed earthquakes 
So yep. I, to me right away, what the hell are you talking about carefully placed? That's bizarre, right? So they're going to be fake yep. earthquakes that are man-made. Yep. earthquakes. Yep. Exactly. You guys got creating these earthquakes. And as a result of these earthquakes, they're going to find uh, these discoveries. They're going to be fake discoveries, plants, right? Yep. They're going to be very similar to uh, the Sea Scrolls, those yep. kind of things. That's step one. Step two, oh, um, by the way, those Sea Scrolls, they're going to uh, essentially, how do I put this, uh, change organized religion. Whatever yep. you believe, all the stuff that you have learned, you know, whatever, uh, these things are going to basically debunk all of that. And Yeah, to make again, it a one-world religion. Right. So yep. what better way to do it? You, there's so many religions out there, right? There's just yep. so many. The idea is to bring everyone under one religion. So why not uh, basically debunk all the religions and then bring this whole other thing about, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> number two is called, this is this is crazy, but part two of this plan is to present what is described as the great space show. Okay. Yeah. Three-dimensional optical holograms. Sounds, lasers, projections uh, of multiple holographic images in different parts of the world, each receiving an image corresponding to the predominant regional religious faith. Example, in North America, Jesus Christ is going to appear. The rapture, fake rapture, yep. Right, so Jesus is going to show up. Uh, Buddha is going to show up on the other side of the world. Uh, Allah is going to be over here, you know. Yeah. It's going to be in the sky. Here's the other part. Part three, communication from these beings in the sky who are holograms. Yep. Telepathic, electronic communication. Yeah. Yes. Two-way yep. electronic telepathic communication. So, yep. and, and I don't know if you guys know that they can do that now. They can, oh, yeah. they can, oh, no, they can no. talk to you and you can hear it in your brain. Uh, you know, you can hear what they're telling you and you don't know where it's coming from. So that that is a known thing. Oh, yeah. We didn't have the technology in 1994 when he wrote the book. We have it now. And you've okay. heard about those attacks in, in Cuba, right? From the, the sound attacks or what have you. I think yeah. that's part of it. But that is the next step. Uh, basically, it's going to be all over. So it's going to be supporting the propaganda and advertising, television, modern education, various types of social pressures. And when you talk about social pressures, this is 1994. This is before uh, social media. Yeah. So <clears throat> social pressures. Yeah, we got that now. So that's going to be really big. Yeah. Fourth part. And this is what Brian was talking about. Brian Bowden. The fourth part is to create a supernatural manifestation by electronic means, tricking mankind to believe that a UFO invasion is coming and in spreading high frequency waves over the earth in abundance, uh, putting integrated chips on every individual. So, yeah. The idea, here's the idea. This is this is fucking bizarre. So if you think about it, what they want to do is put motherships in every major city. This is something that we've already seen in the movies. Uh, and then they want to have you believe this, right? They want you to understand that this is what's really going on. So how would you do that? You're going to have, I would think, you're going to have very uh, uh, very religious people who are going to be like, all this is baloney. I don't believe 
that that's Jesus up there telling me that our religion that we've been following is a lie. Yeah. I don't believe that those are UFOs <clears throat> until they start firing on them. Yeah. Then it's a different freaking story. Yep. Right. So I was doing some digging on this because it was very interesting to me. How are they going to get those people who have trouble believing stuff? Let's say atheists, right? Or, or agnostics or any of those people. How are they going to believe this? They don't already believe this, this is baloney. What if they had to, uh, what if they had to administer something that would help people believe stuff? Like, there's talk that there is not a mind control type of thing, but something that would affect your emotions to the point where if someone were to present something, then you would be more susceptible to believing it because your emotion is controlled to the point where you're like, this could actually be real. And how would yeah. you do that? I mean, would you need like some sort of, I don't know, uh, maybe you want to, Give someone some sort of uh, virus control type deal. You want to inject them yep. with something? Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe you create right. a, a pandemic where the world gets shut down. Yeah. You start <clears throat> administering the you know the medicine, the the injection. Yeah. What if they put something in that? What if there's some sort of nanotechnology that they placed in there? Yeah. Well, this reminds me. Uh, it kind of goes back to 1960s of Dr. Jose De La. Del uh, Jadio, whatever mm -hmm. he was using frequencies and uh, brain uh, brainwave patterns to affect behaviors behaviors of animals, and sometimes um, microchips were used, and and other times, and they were connected directly to to basically to like machines and stuff like that, and particular particular technology, and then it definitely advanced over the years. In fact, NASA has communication satellites surrounding an Earth that can beam that stuff down. AKA Project Bluebeam. But now it's definitely, you know, we have more technology now than they did back then when it comes to our smartphones, connects to the satellites, mobile devices, TVs, so on and so forth. And yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, you know, this it's a it's an outlandish uh, theory. It's an it's a conspiracy theory. But when you start looking at what's been happening around the world and, and, and oh uh, yeah. It doesn't sound that outlandish, you know. What it doesn't I'm saying? sound too far fetched. It doesn't. Not now, especially with the technology we have, like you said. And so I've been doing some like uh, digging around, and I don't know if you guys have heard of the Phoenix Lights. Yep. Oh yeah. Arizona, yeah. Arizona, so yeah. it dawned on me. <clears throat> I don't know if, you, if, if you've seen the videos on them. They look yeah. very low to the ground. Uh, it looks very solid. It's huge. It's a huge thing. So I was taking a look at it, and so this is something that was viewed by a very large group. We're talking three hundred thousand plus, like to a million yeah. people. Yeah, it's from seven thirty p.m. on March thirteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Traveled for about three hundred miles from Nevada line to through Phoenix to the edge of Tucson. Yeah. Uh, like I said, three hundred thousand people witnessed this, including the governor of Arizona and Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they didn't know what, how to how to take it. It was very bizarre. It was up there for a long time. I think I don't. I can't say I believe, but I think that that the Phoenix lights were actually a test for test run. Yeah. I think that was a hologram they were seeing. 
Yeah. Then it makes total sense because you want to be able to see if people are going to react to it and see if you can get a large mass of people to look at it, right? So that's the test and pretty effective test. And if you consider that it was 1997, uh, there's been a lot of talk that this project is going to enact in 2027. That's a perfect 30-year window. You're testing the technology. Sounds legit to me. I mean, I'm thinking, what about, have you seen the pyramids that are floating over the Pentagon? Yep, the period, and also, they also have, like, floating cities, too, throughout the world, they've been seeing. Yes, that was in China, oh, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, also, too, like, um, also, too, like, sounds, almost sounds like trumpets in the air. Yes. Um, yeah, also, too, it, it's crazy, man, with the whole, uh, with the whole dealing with, like, behavior and, uh, and, like, the neuroscience and brainwave patterns. You know, you're dealing with frequencies that are coming down from satellite communications. Also, chemtrails, man. Chemtrails yeah. have a lot to do with it. You know, that that blew my mind when it comes to that. I was like, holy crap, that makes sense, dude. Huh. You yeah. know, the theory, <clears throat> what, have you heard the theory behind that, the chemtrails? Yeah, they were stating that, um, yeah, I was listening to, one of the guys I was listening to a while back, he was stating that basically like chemtrails, right? They like release aluminum particles and all that. Also, mm-hmm. too, it... Like you said, with the whole brainwave patterns and neuroscience and frequencies, also too, we're breathing in this stuff. So they, back in the early 90s, uh, I forgot who invented it, but with NASA, they invented like this little chip. It can fit in like a grain of sand. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then when they're dumping this stuff out in the atmosphere, it's almost kind of like a, it's not a psyop, but it's like a chemical it's almost kind of like a chemical like um, ingestion. And then if we get that enough in us, especially with like the food, the, the chemtrails and all that, and just everything that's going on, when this stuff happens, it releases frequencies like, a, like a, you know, you know, whatever, like a behavior frequency. And then it just, our brain waves, boom, just automatically just can like totally warp on what we see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I followed, <clears throat> I found this video and it was, ta- it was about a man who had a friend who passed away. Yeah. And he had his friend's book. So the man claimed that his friend who died was a former CIA agent, former men in black. Yeah. And so he was trying to get this book book published for his friend. um, And he was running to all sorts of problems. So he released a video. uh, It was a, a documentary, I suppose. I actually, I ran the link to try to find the history of this and it was not really you couldn't really find it so it was a documentary created based on the guy who was trying to sell the book on a story about the guy so apparently the guy was real yeah but when if you you, you can't really say okay now i this is true stuff but th- to hear what he was talking about he spoke about chemtrail so the M- man in black guy said that Chemtrails were uh, a means to create, uh, to control the population. Yeah. So they were sending these chemtrails to basically uh, reduce the sperm count in men, and it's working. Mm-hmm. That was one. Now, this this video was released in like the early 90s. Yeah. So he's talking about this back then. He also spoke about, which I found very interesting, that children that are missing go to these secret locations around the U S and he says it's because, uh, aliens are doing experiments on them. So he was actually yeah. in one of these 
like the basement of one of these uh, facilities and he could hear the children screaming because of the, uh, the experiments they were having. And he knew that once they were done yeah. experimenting, take the children to these uh, burn sites in this area in like a, like a furnace and just dispose of them. And I mean, if you think yeah. about all the children that are missing in the world, that's, that's a very scary thought if that's real. Oh yeah, man. That, yeah, to me, that kind of, that kind of coexists with the, oh gosh, with the whole alien technology treaty that they did back in the early fifties, President yeah. Eisenhower. Right. Right. And, mm -hmm. Just the whole, like everything, because there ain't no way some guy was just sitting on the toilet. It was like, oh, I got an idea. <laughs> That's my Project Bluebeam. There ain't no way, because if you look at it, the whole thing when it comes to NASA, Project Brown Eye, yeah. Um, the whole thing with NASA, <laughs> the whole thing with NASA, it was, it was all uh, a Dr. Von Braun. He directly stated when he was in Nazi, when he was a Nazi in the Germany a coalition, he said that, uh, we got our technology from any pointed up. He pointed yeah. up at you know, aliens, fallen angels. It just makes sense. Yeah. It just makes sense. I mean, how do how do we skyrocket in this short amount of time? It just doesn't. Not, I mean, you can't really explain that. One of the other yeah, things. If, yeah, because if you look at history, right? Yeah. Like from the 1500s or whatever to yeah. Jesus' time, to all the way till about the 1800s. The technology was just still the same, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, boom! Everything just hit from the late 1800s all the way till now. In like 150 years, it just sped up so fast, so so fast. You yeah, can't really insane. explain it. But that uh, the one last thing that yeah. that uh, that man released, and he was talking. He had there's a video of this guy talking about it. But it, like again, like I said, it's a documentary based on what was written. So. The guy yeah. states, and this is in 1994, I believe, he states that the uh, the powers that be, the cabal, whatever you want to call them, uh, as a means yeah. for population control, they're going to release a flu-like virus that should release at the end of 2017 or early 2018. And mm -hmm. that, to me, that shocked me because, you know, how does he know this in 20, I mean, in 1994, how, how are they talking about this? And then mm -hmm. 2020 hit. So it, you can say, okay, so they planned it for this period of time, but they pushed it off. Like all projects, you got to push it because you're trying to, you're getting that stuff down, right? You're trying to get it right. And mm -hmm. boom. Travel, travel. Yeah. That blew my mind. Well, are you ready to level up your podcast game? Introducing Superpass the ultimate all-in-one platform made by podcasters for podcasters. Imagine having access to a sleek website builder, the most powerful content app maker on the market, engaging courses, a thriving community, Patreon, and, and exclusive membership perks all in one place. With a Netflix-inspired layout that's both professional and creative, Superpass is the perfect place to grow your audience and take your podcast to the next level. Don't miss out. Join the Superpass Revolution today. Check out superpass.com and get a two-week free trial. Link in the show notes. Event 201, you've heard of that? No. Oh, man, enlighten okay. me. Okay. Whenever you go, okay, so basically in a nutshell, okay, Event 201, that was back in uh, early, in between 2007 to, two, uh, I think it was 2016 is when it, when it happened. 
they were the government, uh, the governments all over the world got together, uh, the WHO, uh, um, the CDC and the world, uh, basically kind of like the world organization got together and they put on a mock trial of, uh, basically a disease or a, of a sickness that basically went out globally wide mm-hmm. and how their training matrix on how they were going to systematically shut down areas and try to see if people can comply, like what they can use, what they can do, stuff like that. So that's what was called event 201. So whenever you get a chance, go look that up. And it specifically does it footstep to footstep on how everything was ran when COVID hit. All right. Exactly the same way. Exactly the same way. So when you said about that guy talking about it in the early nineties, and then they made kind of like a pregame of it in early 2016 called Event 201. And then, boom, they kicked it off. What was it, 2019, I believe? Yeah. 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 So I thought that was really, really interesting. So, yeah, I found that remarkable. So, yeah. um, I, I also was finding, I don't know if you guys have heard of Dr. Stephen Greer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yep, definitely. This guy's fascinating. Yeah. Because he's, he's a medical doctor. Yeah, he's a scientist, and yep. he has been uh, briefing and debriefing. He's been on the Sean know. Ryan show. The what now? The Sean Ryan show. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was on there um, talking about UAPs, UFOs, stuff like that. So right. And he was a big um, informist from when President Bush Senior was until Obama, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He met with Clinton. He said he yeah. actually said that Clinton was. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I freaked me out, man. Yeah, but, he, uh, I guess Clinton wanted to know, and they told him. Bush Senior was like, "Don't worry about it; it's not your place." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And basically, they told him, "Keep your boy in line, or else we're going to get rid of him." That's basically what they told him, straight yep. up. Yep. So <laughs> that would have been weird, huh? But uh, he he actually came forward and said this, which blew my mind. I actually saw this recently, and I'm, I'm sure you guys probably heard of this: Betty and Barney Hill. There's yep. been speculation that they were not abducted, that they it was a lie or whatever. And no, they were abducted for sure. There's no doubt that they were abducted. There's evidence that they were abducted. The problem is it wasn't aliens. It was us. Yep. And that's what he was. Yeah, it makes sense because he was talking about, Dr. Stephen Greer was talking about the majority. I say, what do you say, about 75% of it is us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we've had, it's us. And the other, what was it, 25% is UAPs. I call them fallen angels, but yeah, UFOs, aliens, whatever you, know, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, yeah, the other so 25% is them. The explanation for this, you know, because I, I don't know if you guys have heard that they're, I mean, if, if these guys, the aliens, the actual from another world or another dimension aliens, yeah, if they wanted to, they could have wiped us out a long time ago. Oh, yeah. You're 50,000 years ahead of us in technology. No problem. Snap, done, over, right? Uh, but there's talk that they actually are here to help. Uh, they want they, they want to help. And one reason is because of the nuclear weapons we have. Apparently, when they were testing these nuclear weapons, that's where they started coming over is because it disrupts. Oh, when was it, it the whole thing with uh, Dr. Uh, oh, no. Admiral Byrd. Something like that. Is that, it, is that with uh, 
Yeah. I'm not familiar with him. What's going on with him? Okay, so basically Admiral Byrd, it was back in the early, what was it? Like right after World War II happened, right? Yeah. He was a he was admiral for the for the Navy and he was uh basically like an explorer. Well he was flying for, um like the North Pole at the time, trying to figure out what's at the top, right? Well, yeah. next thing he knows, his um like plane and like his communications everything just got like hijacked. And it's in his diary, it's in everything. And okay. his partner was with him and he couldn't they couldn't do anything about it. So they were basically they got pulled almost like a magnet and they something basically just took over his plane and they got Whoa. pulled down in this opening over like the North Pole. And then on his temperature gauges, uh, on his barometer, on his uh, on his compass and all that, it was just going crazy. But on his temperature gauge, it went from like went from like oh like twenty or like five degrees, whatever, to like standard seventy degrees, seventy five degrees. And then he all he saw was lush green palm trees and all that. He saw elephants down there. He saw all these different types of animals and mammoths and stuff. And then he knows these two alien spacecrafts pull up next to him, but they have like Nazi swastikas on the side of them, right? What? And they guide them down to this platform. And then it was, um, it wasn't like the Nordics, but I forgot what the alien breed was. So basically they got them out and there was a seven foot tall, um, certain type of aliens that were, um, that, that Hitler was very fond of. He called them like the perfect race. Right. Oh yeah. So anyway, so they, they got them out and it was like these seven foot to eight foot tall women, blonde, beautiful. They escorted them to this person they called the master. Right. Yeah. And he started to talk to, um, talk to Admiral Byrd and was stating, Hey, we're a little worried about you guys. And this was all underground. So this is when the whole uh, hollow earth theory came along. So, they told him, look, here's the deal. Um, we basically know what you guys have been doing. You guys created a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. And um, you guys have got to basically put like a button up on it or else we're going to come up and we're going to stop you guys. So he relayed the information back to Washington, D.C. And then he, um, he caught wind about after the war happened, a lot of Nazi Germans fled to the South, fled, fled to South America. Right. And a lot of them jumped ship to Antarctica, right? Uh -huh. So he got a fleet of a couple thousand guys. Um, he got planes, he got ships and all that. They went down towards Antarctica and they had a like a, I think it was like a 13-day war that was going on there. But Ooh. but they got their butts kicked, man, really? because there was a lot of um, uh, Germans that were flying out in, uh, in in spacecrafts that had swastikas on them. And they had, they had, uh, they actually had energy weapons instead of uh instead of just your regular military standard weapons and they got their butts kicked and they had to come back wow. well he wrote all this in his diary and a lot of this stuff was like disclosed but he wrote he wrote this diary about it and then his son published it after he died oh okay yeah so interesting. yeah so so it kind of led back to what the heck were we talking about before i kind of well, jumped on the reason why they're here is because we created those weapons and yeah, it disrupts their I don't know what it disrupts their travels or wormholes or whatever it is they they use or technology. Yeah. We're we're affecting it. Yeah, and they don't like that. So instead of coming and just wiping us off the face of the earth, they're they're trying to help us. And I know there have been some misfires as far as nuclear weapons, you know, or whatnot. And 
they've been stopped somehow. People really don't know. Some like there's a Russian who takes credit for stopping one. Uh, but I mean, there's really no explanation for some of these misfires that uh, could have created uh, mass destruction here. But yeah, I just found that really interesting that if you're here and you want to help and you have, let's say, uh, the government and the powers that be, and I'm talking, we're talking like uh, corporations right now. We're talking in this day and age. Wouldn't you want to put a plan to make the aliens look like the enemy? Wouldn't you want to bring something up so that at your end game, you can do this again, make the aliens the enemy, and then take over the entire world, switch to one religion, create the Antichrist. That's what the guy who's going to lead in the New World Order is going to be. He's going to be the Antichrist who brings everyone to one religion. Yeah. Uh, why don't you abduct some people? Yeah. You know, why don't you uh, up the uh, the UFO uh, sightings? Why don't you uh, do experiments? You know, freak some people out, make them look like they're the enemy. But I I kind of hope yeah. that they are not. I kind of hope that they're really here to help us, and they want to you know preserve some disclosure that they have given us certain things. The technology thing you were talking about. Yeah. Apparently. There's a device on these ships that's like a free energy, a zero energy device. Yeah. So if you can have that in your home, you know, you can power a city. Basically, you can reverse the the damage we're doing to the to the to the world uh, in 20 years yeah. with yeah. this kind of device. You know. Yeah. And of course, the powers that be don't want to reveal that. They want to hold it for themselves, and they want to, you know, do what they want to do. So they're making these guys look bad and yeah. I, I just hope they're not <laughs> yeah i yeah i agree and um it, it's kind of well, like like me i always kind of i always like relay back to the bible that's kind of like my truth but it's it's pretty interesting because it kind of correlates with that but with the whole yeah. war of armageddon right yeah uh, to me like that's gonna be like the great deception is what it is is when the antichrist takes over and all that and when armageddon happens it's seriously going to look like that's you know if jesus does come back with his angels right it's going to look like a freaking alien invasion yeah and then people are just going to start you know doing their thing and firing all that but then we know what happens but but yeah it's just it's just it's a trip how all this kind of correlates one one way or another you know it's just right. yeah it's pretty interesting it is crazy stuff man and you know what i think if this is real if you know, come 2027, we start seeing ships in the sky, right? I hope there's a way. Yeah. I hope someone comes, and, you know, I hope I don't get hit with a heart attack device, but there's got to be a way to disrupt. <laughs> got to be a way to disrupt the hologram. There's got to be something we could do once we see that stuff to disrupt it yeah. and show everyone that it's fake. You know what I mean? Well, you, you know how they have uh, this is I, I, I literally just thought of this when you were talking about that. OK, you know how they have like EMPs. Right. And like Dr. Yes. Greer was talking about that. Yep. They don't whenever whenever they get in like dog fights with aliens, he talked about they don't shoot l linear weapons. They don't shoot missiles and stuff. They shoot like energy fed weapons. They shoot like 
EMPs is what he calls it, but they do it in like bursts and like a zone burst and it knocks Ooh. off their communication and then they fall is what he was talking about. Right. Well, whenever you have EMPs, they have these things called like a Faraday bag. Where you can put like your electronics or anything like that. And if a pulse happens, everything in that bag is safe. It's going to be fine. Right. Yeah. Because it can't penetrate that. So I'm wondering if we can make like, I'm sure they got it instead of like your chest rig guys on SWAT or the military have what I got or whatnot. You can make yeah. one of those, just harvest underneath your, your shirt. And if it does happen, it doesn't affect you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's interesting. And I think that they're claiming that these uh, holographic, uh, this holographic technology is already in satellites above us. Oh, and so because I was thinking, like, it's going to look weird, right? If it's shooting from the ground, <laughs> there's going to be someone there, like, you know, kind hey. of. <laughs> yeah making rabbit ears on the thing it's going to be coming from space satellites yeah. so well it kind of makes you think too with the whole energy fed weapons like have you seen the stuff that's going on in maui i've heard about that i've heard about that yeah and a lot of locals like on like on their on their on their cameras on ring and stuff like that they and people have it's all over tiktok and instagram and stuff like that but the news ain't covering it but a lot of people have seen like an energy fed weapon laser hit and just destroy certain parts of Maui. Yeah. Yeah. The so, when it cut down, it made like a line and now there's tons of fires and all this crap, but it was like a straight line. Yeah. And I'm like, Hmm. But it went on. Well, if you look at like the, the ground yeah. now, it kind of looks like it's cut. Like, yep. like a street. and all of these houses were not damaged, but all these houses were right. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's basically all yeah. like the one percenters and all the mansions on close to the ocean are all fine. They're fine. But you got right. all the public and the general population. They're all they're all gone, man. And it happened well, so I fast. Think... They said and even and you get have time. Go over there and help. Like it's crazy. Yeah, you get there. Like, yeah, they won't even let anybody right. help. And my one of my cousins, I'm not saying who he is, but he's he's stationed over there on uh, in, on Hawaii, not Maui, but he's in the military. He's like, dude, like we can't even go over there to help. They won't let us. That's crazy. Yeah, it's true. I saw a video today where so, this lady was saying that her place was undamaged, but they're basically evicting her out. So she can't even stay in her home, which was undamaged from the – but she's not a one percenter, so they're getting her out. And it's happening to a lot of people, according yep. to this TikTok. And, again, you know, you need to take everything with a grain of salt, right? I mean, if, if – Yeah, do your research, yeah. Exactly. Research it. Don't take it and say right away, oh, that's exactly the fact. It's it's sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is, but yeah. sometimes it's not. You gotta look between the lines and see if you can find what's really happening. And that is a, just a sad story all around. I can't understand why you can't go oh, yeah, people, you know, it's just insane. Yeah. Well also too, did you hear about too? I heard this as well. Um a couple months ago they uh Congress signed a treaty that um Maui was going to be the first uh, state as a smart city or a smart state or whatever, like a smart city. They're going to, they're going to do it like that, but they uh, run into the problem. It's the locals. Well, how do you get rid of them? A natural catastrophe, right? Right. Uh, David, you there? Yeah. 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 I thought that was pretty interesting. That's okay. Cool. Man. That, uh, yeah. And you know what? It's still going to happen, right? That's, because now they can really do it. Everything's out of the way. Yeah. So while none of this will also feed right into uh, the invasion, 
I mean, there was a lot of really good footage to prove about this beam coming down from the sky. And there's been even way more, uh, like a lot more video footage just from other places around the world during other like explosions or something and they're blaming me on terrorists and stuff like that. But like, no, it was like literally a beam shot down from the sky into this building making it collapse. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like just a natural disaster or a plane ran into it or something. Yeah. And what was it? Sorry, girl. I'm gonna chew on some pizza while you guys. What was the oh. natural disaster? They said they're calling it natural. Well, that what is it? If you're looking for one of a kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun. Drewski has something for everyone, so why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. So they're stating that it's like an electrical fire that started from a power line that fell and hit, um, yeah, like the plants and weeds and stuff like that. And another one was stating that it was a hurricane, but there was a hurricane passing by, but it was like a, it's like a, it was a couple hundred miles off though, man. Yeah, so I don't know. That, that first one sounds outlandish. That yeah. first one about a power line. Come on, man. Really? Yeah. No way, man. I know it's like fell it fell from the clouds. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. Oh, like, just... like a lot of locals saying it happened so fast. A lot of them had to jump out in the ocean just to get away. They didn't have time. Are you serious, dude? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a that... lot of them. Yeah. They actually have like video of like locals out on the ocean videotaping from their phones, like everything on fire. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, I've seen those beams. I mean, it looks legit to me. Yeah, it, it does. Bro. Legit because of that. I mean, that would make more sense than a power line. God damn. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. No way. <laughs> Crazy, man. But uh, yeah, that, what do you guys think about this whole uh, PBB thing with Project Blue Beam? Pretty crazy, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's been in the works a while. And um, yeah, I'm pretty glad, man. We got to actually chat with you on that and you know, to kind of throw out like theories and like what we think and stuff like that. So but yeah, man. It's definitely gonna tie in the end times, so I'll tell you what, man. It's been a late night for Z, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a long time. Yeah. Um anyways, yeah, but that, that's cool, man. So um she's friends with Kevin, friends with Farah. Oh, Miss Spooks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a quite a there's quite some good podcasters out there, man. They're all they're all they're all damn good people, man. Really good people. Tommy Collin, like we've discussed. Uh yep, Boy. Yeah. Uh, Haunts. Haunts podcast yep, is great. This is spooky obsessed. I'm actually um a co-host of One Nothing with Amanda Goodwin. Okay. That is a great true crime podcast and i've been on a couple episodes now she has 13 episodes it's amazing you guys have got to check it out I'll it's check it out, man. yeah true crime yeah, about like, animal attacks bear attacks uh most of her uh the people she's talking about don't make it uh but episode 10 was a survivor and that you guys that was an amazing that guy went through hell and back and survived he made it I don't know how he made it. I think I would have yeah. been dead. One nothing. It's a great podcast, and I'm a part of it. So please check it out. Check it out. It's good stuff. 
And her, uh, she does like the research she does on it is freaking amazing. I mean, I, yeah, it's really great. It's, it's struggling. What do you guys see? Is something outside Let's or what? See. No, I'm looking at. Ooh, shit, he's. I'm looking at uh, <laughs> this on uh, my feed. Anyways, uh, what, what was the podcast again? What's called, called again? One nothing. W O N, nothing podcast. I didn't hear anything, man. O N E, nothing. Okay, O N E. No W O N thing. Like one, like I won something. Oh, like one, like hey Sorry, Juan. Drop out our end. These people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I follow her. Yeah, she's great, man. Yeah, she's, she's good awesome. people, man. Yes. Yeah, she's good people, dude. We're in like 27 yeah. countries you know, as far as the the reach, so she's really growing. That's awesome, That's dude. Amazing. Yeah, it's a true. Yeah, I see. No, yeah, yeah. She's a sweetheart. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. See, so how long you been co-hosting that now? It's been a couple of months. I've done episode nine, episode twelve. She only has thirteen episodes right now. She's about yeah. to release one with. Uh, I think uh, the next one is a police officer's investigation. So she interviews him. And he talks about some gotcha. of this stuff. And, yeah, we're lining up some stuff coming on, uh, down the pipe here. And uh, we're going to do a uh, Halloween uh, podcast, which a lot of us going to join. Kevin's going to be on it. Farrah's going to be on it. Uh, yeah, a girl named Stacy. She's awesome. Uh, Witch with all the gifts, 666. She's going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. Yeah. We're all going to bring right. our uh, death, our scary, spooky death, and talk about it. So it's going to be awesome, man. We're going to. We're really going to reach out on that one. It's going to be awesome. We're probably going to do it lot, like not live, but on video. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking about dressing up, man. Maybe get rabbit ears or something, you know? There you oh, go. Oh, That'll man. be it, man. Yeah. Right. Mask. So what? Oh, yeah, you, you look like Yeah, put like a mask, like that bunny mask. Oh, oh yeah. Like Johnny Darko. I oh, to make this mask. That would be awesome to put that one on. Oh, know, yeah. Then you just... Fit. Please hold a bunny. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. That's funny, man. Anyway, feel like rabbit tonight. <laughs> That's funny, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, what's your theory on um on aliens? Uh, my theory is uh, it the math basically. It's it's impossible that we're the only ones in the universe. Mathematically impossible. Mathematically impossible. And I think that uh, hell, if we were to hit Europa or one of those uh, moons out there, we'll find life. It's going to be like a spider fish or something, but it's going to be life, right? Uh -huh. My thought is there's going to be life that is underdeveloped, and there's also going to be life that's super developed. Yeah. And you know, there's tons that have come and gone already. So I, I think it's real. I really believe uh, in my heart that that's a real thing, that we have been visited, that, uh, you know, it's the way they're handling it, I think is wrong. You know, they're kind of not giving us the whole truth. It's oh, part truths that fit their agenda. That's what I think it is. It's part to truth. Me, yeah. To me, I call it like the mushroom effect. They keep you in the dark, feed you crap, and just watch you grow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Hey, there's this um, there's this guy we interviewed two episodes back. His name's Tony Rodriguez. Huh? 
he was um he was a part of like that secret space program well he was on the opposite side of it he's the one who got abducted and he did a 20 and back and he goes in the depth dude because he was on spaceships that traveled from galaxy to galaxy and they traded gear and whatnot from other from other entities and stuff like that dude it's and a lot of stuff that dr greer came out with yeah he already Tony Rodriguez already talked about that stuff years ago, dude. And then Dr. Greer backed everything up like this past year when they okay. went to Congress and talked to everybody. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Tony was. So he was gone for 20 years? You're saying well, he was gone? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. Get this, right? Yeah. So basically, so basically, like in a nutshell, um, this was when he, how old was he? Like eight? I know he was really young. Like yeah. Oh, so we'll say, yeah, we'll basically say he, he was eight years old. Okay. But um, he's like, why are you in the dark, man? It's freaking me out. Come up. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, he's like, anyways, but anyways, um, so, so basically in a nutshell, this one kid that he used to pick on was making fun of his dad was high up in like the Illuminati. Right. Yeah. So, him and this other kid that he made fun of, they were part of like the science fair. Well, Tony Rodriguez passed this guy that was with his dad that was in the Illuminati. And that kid was like, dad, that's the kid I was talking about that was beating me up and making fun of me. And Tony overheard his dad saying, son, I'm going to teach you how to use your resources tonight. So wow. what happened was Tony later on that night, he was asleep. He felt, he, he, he felt like, you know how basically like when you're sleeping and you, you see like a bright light and you kind of, even though your eyes are closed, you, you know, you yeah. still see it. You can still see it. Right? Yeah. Well, it was, it was actually really fast and he went like that and he felt water dripping on his face, you know, cause it was raining that night. Well, he thought it was like a lightning strike. Well, then he opened it, he opened his eyes and there was a gray alien about a good foot away from him, bending down, looking at him, dripping water <laughs> on him. Well, he thought it was his brother and he's like, dude, get off of me. So when he went like that, he felt the skin and it was scaly. It was cold. And all of a sudden he all of a sudden, like he couldn't move. And then three more came in. The one that was right next to him was like a three foot tall one. The other ones that came in were over seven foot tall. Oh, and they telepathically, and they telepathically spoke to him. And they're like, look, here's the deal. We're going to take your subconscious. You're basically going to serve what we want you to do for 20 years. And then we're going to, put you right back into right now. So you're basically going to be gone for like a good 20 minutes and then you're going to be right back in your bed. So that's where he's like, okay, so time travels like legit. So basically after that, they abducted him and then he was in and out of the government, like getting like child trafficked and stuff. And then he was getting up in, uh, up in space for like experiments and whatnot. Dude, this guy is testimony is insane. And it is crazy. Awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah. He's wrote in a book. But yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, we had him on, and he talked about, um, talked about like um, propulsion weapons. He talked about like energy, basically on on how what you were talking about. He goes into depth about that. So after oh. this, uh, after this, bro, I will get that podcast and I'll send it to you, and you can listen to it whenever. So. I think I saw. What was the guy's name again? Tony Rodriguez. Tony Rodriguez. Yeah, dude, that sounds amazing. I want to check that out. Yeah, That's man. So, cool. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have him on for round two because we're gonna get more in the depth of um, of like the energy propulsion weapons on what happened because when he was basically he he lived his life up there. He had a totally different life up there, and he had a girlfriend. He had a whole you know system going up there, and then when he was done, 
boom, they brought him right back to his body, his subconscious back in his eight-year-old body. And he was like, what the freak? Like, what do I do with this? <laughs> he had all that knowledge. So did he yeah. grow when he was out there? Did he grow into something? Yeah. yeah, they basically put him in another body, but it was the same body. So that's, that's how he talks about, like, cloning and stuff like that and time travel. And, yeah, man, yeah, it's just – it's really good. So we're going to get into more in the depth on part two of, like, how the spaceships that he was in on how they jump. Because unlike unlike um, light years and stuff like that, on how, like, on Star Trek, you know, or on yeah. Star Wars, how they hit that button and they beam to somewhere mm -hmm. and it takes, like – takes them about a good hour they play chess in the back he's like dude it's not like that they call it jumping so they basically hit a button and they open up a portal a wormhole and they go through and then they're there in like a minute on another on in in like another galaxy that's awesome yeah so anyways yeah so i'll, I'll get that episode and i'll i'll tell you yeah, i'll definitely watch that that's, i thought i saw it yeah can i ask you guys a question you guys are the perfect guys to ask this question and it's been bugging me for years go ahead bro why the fuck <laughs> have we not caught Bigfoot yet? Okay, okay, well, I got some. I got interdimensional. Yeah. Is the interdimensional? Is that what's going on? Well, here, here's the deal there's with more that. To it, but yeah. yeah, there's definitely more right. to that. Um, yeah, I think they're interdimensional. Also, too, we'll go about the whole physical aspect of it, right? Okay. Um, Indians have talked about them for years. So uh, even back in the in, in the times in the in, in like Egypt and also in uh, in Russia, they're everywhere throughout the world, right? But yeah. when it comes to why haven't we um why haven't we caught one yet? Well for one, the government doesn't want that to happen because okay I heard of it this way. Okay, um wood is a big money product, okay? Right. Logging industry is a big money product. So that provides our paper, our cardboard, the stuff we wipe our butt with, documents, all this stuff. Wood is a big provider in all kinds of stuff in logging industry. It's so, nice. yeah, so so that would totally make them like an endangered species, right? Mm -hmm. That and not only that, if you have uh, if people realize they're not the primal, they're not like the apex predator out there anymore. All the. um all the state parks, all that funding is going to be gone because people are going to be afraid to go out there. And then not only that, there's going to be a bunch of um, good old boys out there. Woo, let's go get some Bigfoot. Yeah. And there's going to be a, you know, and there's going to be, there's going to be a lot more killings after that. And it could be Bigfoot and also could be um, people getting ripped by Bigfoot. Right, and yeah. uh, not only that, they have to do with a lot of, um, it's not just aliens too, but I think Bigfoot abducts people and kills them and eats them. And also, they're also interdimensional too, you know, just like dogmen. They jump in and out of portals. And um, I think with a lot of stuff like that, um, the public would go into chaos if that would happen, just like just like aliens. But I think Bigfoot is a little bit different because they're on our home turf. You know, they're not extraterrestrial. They're more like interdimensional and close to us. So, um, And they're like a legit thing. And also, too, I think it also entwines with like the Nephilim in a way. Yeah. Um, going back to Genesis six, and um, if you look at um, if you look at like a Roman uh, in, in Rome, um, what was it in Rome where the whole uh, where the whole Vatican was at? And what's underneath the Vatican? Uh, the Smithsonian's. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I talking about Vatican City and the vaults. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, back in the early uh, 1900s and 1800s, whenever you read 
on the papers of people farming their lands, all of a sudden they find giant bones, right? Well, they they state in the papers that a Smithsonian professor, a Smithsonian person from the Institute is going to go there and going to check out the bones. Well, all of a sudden they collect them and they're gone. Well, that, that would totally ruin the whole, the whole history, the whole biological makeup, evolution and all that of what we were taught. It would right. totally change the whole spectrum of what we were taught and everything. So that would make people realize, okay, if they're lying to us about this, like what else are they lying about? And to me, that goes in the hollow earth theory that goes in the flat earth theory, all that stuff. But when it comes to Bigfoot, I think they're they're That's kind of like their bread and butter. They don't want anybody to know about that yet. So to me, if they're disclosing UFOs and UAPs and aliens, I hope and I think that they are going to start disclosing that. But there have been people that have shot Bigfoots. And I know a couple guys that are part of certain tack teams that are on critter teams that hunt those things if they go AWOL. And yeah, and not only that, yeah, huh? If they go AWOL, you mean the Bigfoot goes AWOL? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, bro. Slaughter yeah, they freaking they basically and slaughter campers, families and campers. They have they have this thing in between Tennessee and Kentucky called the LBL. It's called yeah. the Land Between the Lakes, right? They have, gosh, they have cases out there of families getting slaughtered. People ended up missing. They have uh, I was reading this one um, police report, an article from the missing four one one. Um, uh, David Politis, he was he was an old detective from uh, from California. Well, he jumps into that. He has a whole grid map of the United States of right of where pins of where people ended up missing. Well, mm -hmm. they're all in like they're all in like state parks, right? Yeah. But you put the pins up to where mm -hmm. you've seen a uh, Bigfoot sightings. It all aligns together. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, and shit. so and like one of his um one of his cases he was working on. They were trying to find these two hunters that were out there in like Northern California hunting. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Our Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch and let's make some noise. Links in the show notes. Well, they had trackers and stuff out there. They found their rifles bent and they looked 10 feet up and these guys were like stuffed in a tree, like their arms, limbs broken into this tree. What well, the hell? <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, a bear can't do that. No. A cougar can't do that because none of them have opposable thumbs to bend a rifle to break these guys in half. And only that, you have reports of uh, people like right, right, like right before like they've like they freaking died of these things like attacking them. And you have like Bigfoot reports of like that. But the uh, but but the media and stuff always portrays it as like an animal attack. That's that also yeah. coalitions with like dogman attacks too. They always relate to like a pack of dogs. And not only that, the government gets DNA off these things, and they have like this super secret soldier program. So they splice human DNA and animal DNA, and they put it together. So that's to me, that's where you get your uh, chimeras too. When it comes to dogman and like certain type of Bigfoot, it's kind of like the gigway and stuff like that. And um, yeah, dude, it's just a big rabbit hole, a whole new rabbit hole of other things, man. Right. So yes, sir. Wow. So wild. Yeah, it just blows my mind how we couldn't. I mean, 
especially in this day and age. We couldn't capture one. It would seem yeah. like he should be so goddamn. He's so huge. How can you get away? Yeah. But also, too, they they talk about too how um, you know how Bigfoot's like they're so big, they need a lot of protein, need a lot of food source, so they're always migrating too. So if they're deep in the mountains, well, if a if a Bigfoot dies, they actually have two theories: one, they bury him, or two, they eat him for cannibalism because they need that food. So if some if one of them dies, the tribe comes together and they eat him. Wow. So that's another theory too. So. Um, but yeah, there has been reports of people uh, shooting them, hunter shooting them, yeah. and then they've seen the body. And next thing you know, a three-letter government agency comes up, collects the body, and they tell these guys, "If you shoot these, if you shoot one of these again, we're gonna put you in prison until the day you die." Damn. So shut up, and they make them sign an alpha David, and, that, and that's that. Wow. So cool. and uh, yeah, so on a quick note, um, when I was in law enforcement, I was on this TAC team. We used to, we basically used to go with trackers and we used to hunt people that would escape or wanted out for their arrest or whatnot. And this is when, this is when I was living in Colorado at the time. And uh, we had this escaped convict and uh, he broke out and we had to go track him down. We were in the middle of the Rocky Mountains and they dropped one team off, my team over here. And we were with these guys that were part of the escape team. They were trackers. And we were basically like their weapons liaisons, right? We were there mm -hmm. with weapons, protecting them, making sure nothing happened. Well, as we're tracking this guy, it was in the middle of the night. We had our nods on and everything, and we're going. And uh, next thing I know, I'm hearing something paralleling me from the left. And we're in, like, this diamond formation. So you got a point man. You got me on the left. You got my other buddy on the right. And you got a guy who's taking up rear. Then you got yeah. your tracker in the middle and up ahead. And you got, your and you got like, your medic guy in the middle. We're trying to find this, trying to find this uh, convict. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing something to the left of me, my partner's hearing something on the right and we're just kind of talking through our comms and uh, we're like, dude, what is that? So we're flying, shining our lights, looking through our nose. We're not seeing anything. It's something outside of as far as we can see. And like the tracker was like, don't worry about it. Let's just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, yeah. And then that was his thing. So by the time we found that, we found like that, I'll, I'll call him like a tango, like that bad guy, basically. We yeah. walked him down. He was freaking out saying, hey, man, there's something out here. So we're like, yeah, we know. Come on. And the next thing we know, these three-letter alphabet agency comes up. and like, hey, don't worry, guys. We'll take it from here. So we had to write our reports, and we had to sign Alpha David to not talk about it. No shit. So, yeah. That's so that was, like, that was like that was like 10 years ago around there. And you yeah. lived through that. Mm -hmm. That's wild, dude. Okay, that makes more sense. I mean, yeah, and the thing that really opened up my eyes to this dude was um, was when I was on the same thing, but we used to, um, I call it like a glorified babysitter is what we were. Uh, if we didn't do that on our off time, if we were just, we would basically, um, we would do like protective custody of like VIPs, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So we were escorting this certain guy to go meet the governor of Colorado at the Denver International Airport at the time. Mm, Denver Airport. And, yeah, yeah, the DYA. So, uh, so when we got there, we pulled in with our with our regular SUVs. We got out. Well, there were military police that met us there, and we were underground. Well, they escorted us to these double doors. Boom, they opened up. Governor of Colorado came out. They had these MPs there. The person that we escorted in there 
said, it's all right, guys. I got it from here because he, because I guess he had a meeting with this guy. So we were literally just standing there, just chilling, waiting for like two hours. Well, when those doors opened, I kind of peeked my head through and uh, I saw a, I saw like a railway where like a train was going through. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw like, it almost looked like an open warehouse of just stacked stuff and boxes, whatnot, whatever it was. So I was playing dumb. I was like, hey, man, you know, so when do they add this on? I'm like, oh, it's been here for a while. So I guess they have underground railways that lead from NORAD to Colorado Springs to Denver to California to Washington. And then one of my buddies who was in the DOD, he sent me a um, he sent me a map from like 2009 of a blueprint of all these underground railways that are underneath the United States. And they wow. transport things without the public knowing. Shit. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, so I'll go ahead and I'll send you that too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, the Denver airport, I sent, I just did a video maybe two weeks ago about that and the yeah. bizarre shit that happens there. And uh, you know what? This actually, I just thought of this right now. I did a video maybe a month and a half ago about Dogman. There was a yeah. guy who caught a, like a video of yeah. the dog peering in his window. And uh-huh. the whole story was very interesting. The guy, he's like filming, and you can see what looks like a dog head, like looking in, right? And so the next day, he's showing, like, okay, let me go outside. Let me show you. So you see how high this window? It's seven feet above the ground. No animal can be looking. No dog, for sure, can be looking in that window. Had to be this thing, this unexplainable thing. And and so that I didn't really know about Dog Man then. It was kind of a new thing for me. I didn't understand this. And then Farah on the conversation cabin started, she did a whole thing where she interviewed, uh, like, dang, I can't Nick remember. Yes. And, yeah. Man, dude, what the hell? Yeah. 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 That, that's one of the guys I was talking about. He's actually a pretty good friend of mine. Uh, him and I, him and I used to chat about every week, just BS. Cause we talk about weapons and stuff like that. But yeah, he, he told me, he told me a lot of stuff. Cause he was a part of the guy. He was one of the guys that was on those critter teams that would hunt those things. Is that right? Cause he sounds like a real intelligent dude. All yes. these degrees. You know, and and now he he's like he's looking for this thing. So I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got him. Right. And a, yeah, he's got him and a couple guys because he was in special forces for a while, and a, like wow. his group of guys, they were in special forces too. They work for Blackwater, and that's what they do on their off times, man. They go freaking hunt dog men. So that's what they do, man. I hope they catch him. That would be something. I, would <laughs> I know, man. So, but yeah, so it's pretty cool. He kind of gave us the down low on what to do because Bigfoot's kind of like my. I guess kind of like my cup of tea, Dogman. I was pretty new at a while back, and now he gave me a lot of gems and Zook a lot of gems on, on how to, I guess on how to deal with those things. And then Jessica Jones, I don't know if you know who she is. Is that Crypto the? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was. Uh, we had her on a podcast a while back, and she was telling us she, well, she worked for a three-letter agency too a while back, and one of the ladies that was a coroner, that worked for the government, she mm-hmm. would do. Um, like, what is it? Like, after somebody dies, what is it? Yeah, basically like an autopsy. Right. On, yeah, on these creatures that the what? critter team would go hunt. they bring them back. Well, she would do, you know, one of those on them. And she was telling her, and she was letting us know on the whole biological, um, chemical makeup of these dogmen. So on, like, where their hearts are, where their certain organs are, what type of rounds you need to use, you know, just to penetrate through the bone. Because they have, like, six inches of uh, of skin, of hide. Then you got six inches of bone. Then you can hit their organs. So you need, like, something 
over like a 308 or 50 cal just to even penetrate these things, man. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to even, you know, to basically even have a chance. 12 inches. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, so whenever we're out, you know, out there doing our thing, basically cryptid hunting, we try to, I try to get my guys, you know, to freaking pack up, man. Yeah. That so. sounds dangerous, man. You know, and, and you've heard of the, uh, like, Bigfoot could be interdimensional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, mean, I don't know why. I don't know why that makes more sense to me that is one of the reasons why we can't catch this guy because he gets seen and he just opens a portal and goes through it. See ya. Well, well to me, too, like me and Jessica were talking about this, their chemical makeup and their, like, biology is totally different compared to ours. They look like us. They have the body structure of us, but their makeup is totally different. They can go through those portals. Dogmen can go through those portals. Humans, they can't. Here's the reason why I know that is because Jessica, she has a cryptid team where she goes out and two of her guys she went with died. And they're part of a special forces group. And they were watching them on flare camera yeah. walking through this area, this open field. All of a sudden they were gone. And those two guys were stated that when they were walking through, they said they were just chit-chatting. All of a sudden, they didn't hear no more insects, no more birds, nothing. And they looked, the colors were more bright. But all of these uh, sunflowers that were supposedly up when they were walking through the sunflowers, they were yeah. all pushed down. And they're like, something's not right. So they backed out. And as soon as they backed out, everything came back into play. The birds were singing. The crickets were chirping. The dandelions were up, stuff like that. Sunflowers were up. And they're like, holy crap, I think we just walked through a portal. And then six months later, they both died of cancer, a radioactive poisoning of cancer. Yeah. yeah. Six inches of skin and bone will protect them from, I guess. Something like that, man. So, yeah, but as of that, humans, I don't think we're made to go through that stuff. What kind of cancer was it? Huh? What kind of cancer was it? Do you know? Uh, I, I, I didn't ask. It was kind of a pretty touchy subject, but. Damn. That's some crazy yeah. shit right there. Wow. Yeah, so, yep. It's wild, man. Love this stuff. I love it. Yeah, man. Anyways, yeah, man. Appreciate you on here, man. It was definitely good talking to you, man. It was it's very easy to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, man. So, Z, uh, you're the man, sir. Yeah, man, this man. guy is behind the scenes, freaking making good audio. So he runs all that, and then I do awesome. the Instagram and Facebook stuff. So, but. Very cool. So like that, we're yeah, we're we're two. Uh, yeah, we're like we're like peas and carrots. We're like peas and carrots, like two jamuffs. So. <laughs> Thank you, but guys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. God damn, this has been great. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. Yeah, but definitely, like I said, man, uh, we'll definitely have you back on again. I actually actually yeah. want to do a whole roundtable thing with everybody. Me, That'd you, Kevin, Clara, Miss, everybody, dude. We'll try yeah. to we'll try to link it up, man. Yeah, that'd sure. be great. Absolutely, for sure. So. But all right, brother man. Uh, anything else? Um, oh yeah, where can people find you at? We'll have Zook plug it in the show notes. Where can people find you at? Okay, yeah. Let me pull it up real quick so I can be found at um, <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, it's underscore underscore down the dot rabbit hole underscore underscore. On Facebook, it's down the first name rabbit hole last name. Uh, I got some shops. I have merch, so I'm wearing some of it right now. I got this. Oh, yeah. It's got the rabbit. I don't know if you can see it, but it's a zipper rabbit. Oh, I see that. That's cool. It's freaking awesome. I love this thing. Uh, it's at www.etsy.com slash shop slash deeper down. 
And I also have a website called www.deeperdown.store. And if you want to reach me by email, it's down the one rabbit hole at gmail.com. Right on, brother. All right, guys. Appreciate you so much. This has been All right, brother, man. All right, man. Get some rest, dude. I appreciate you. And I'll send you that stuff later on tonight. I'll send you all the episodes and stuff like that. So awesome. All right, bro. Appreciate you, David. Take it easy, brothers. Later, bro. See you, brother. Okay. So, all right, guys. Well, that was a heck of a podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I really hope you guys got some uh, informed. Uh, David definitely knows his stuff. So me and Zook try to keep up with them and try to put some of the stuff we researched out. So, but other than that, guys, uh, yeah, like we said, uh, you know, to me, you know, we're not just wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this age, guys. And, um, you know, in my opinion, you know, Jesus wins. So that's all that matters to me, man. Yeah, amen. And uh, other than that, uh, if you guys can, uh, I'm going to give a holler out to my buddy D. Call him D. Uh, we're going to be putting out some of his music. But if you guys can, um, give him a like and subscribe on uh, on Spotify. And he's selling – oh, sorry, Zook. I keep – I have this thing where I keep smacking it. Visitor, so guys. I'm sorry, guys. So anyways, but yeah. So anyways, like my buddy Darius, uh, a.k.a. Call him D. He is a – awesome christian rapper so basically all his music we have at the end of our show so but we're gonna promo one of his freestyles he has and it is getting locked down he's it's he's not gonna have it out again it's gonna be the end of his uh end of that rap is gonna be on the 28th so he's only selling that that freestyle freestyle for a dollar so if you guys can go on spotify help a brother out so anyways you guys can uh, if you guys need to get a hold of us uh just shoot us an email that's uh cryptid warfare at gmail.com cryptid warfare at gmail.com and if you guys want to uh i say go to our website zook what is our website bro uh cryptidwarfare.com oh, yeah man. and then there are uh, other resources on there like so you can check out um, our other social medias um and then drew's tags a link there yeah, if you guys want to, that's a shot. Yeah, if you guys want a painting, let me know. I'll hook you guys up. So, and then, guys, please go uh, support us on our Etsy shop. We got some merch out there. So, you guys want a cool T-shirt? Go get one. And Taylor, I'm hollering at you, brother. I appreciate you, man, getting two more shirts off of us. So, yeah. Other than that, uh, that's basically all I got, man. So oh, yeah, then the membership too. But I'm gonna yeah, plug it for ahead. that. But yeah, just jump on in. You'll be part of a. Uh, a community of like-minded people and we get to shoot the breeze chat and hang out every yeah. other week. Oh, and we got, we got, we got one. His name's Larry. 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 What up, brother Larry? Larry. I love you, Larry. Right on, man. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And if you guys want to listen to more good stuff, uh, like I said, go hit up, um, put up down the rabbit hole. God, there's so many good podcasts out Dude, there. Yeah. Kevin at where the weird ones at Jessica Jones, cryptid huntress, Farrah, uh, Miss Spooks, you, you name it, man. The hunt, the hunt, all kinds, guys. So there are very, there's a lot of good information out there, guys. So, like we said, guys, don't don't take our word for it, guys. Do your research, and um, if you guys are looking for the truth, um, like well, as I'm gonna steal this from old Tony, uh, Tony Merkel. Yeah. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God knows that. None of that. That's just funny. I, 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 all right, uh-huh. guys. All right, guys, other than that, uh, yeah, stay safe, guys. Be blessed. And, uh, yeah, guys, have a great week, and we'll catch you all later. The next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
We're still alive. Alright. Yeah. One more time. Hey, call me D, man. Hey, hey, yeah. I come with a fee. Don't think that I'm free. I already know that Sam a beast. Who Sam a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the week. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know it's bigger than rapping. I got a meaning. I really mean it. Don't be just thinking I'm snapping. All for no reason. I know you need it. Somebody else that ain't capping. Don't want no handshake. I know you're mad fake. Nah, I ain't doing no dapping. I'm waking them up when you napping. Peep this. I just pray for guidance. I can't rock with people stabbing. I got zero stitches. I got levels. I got volumes. I got plenty of switches. See the funny thing about it. I'm not ever switching. That's right. I hope you get it. Uh huh. I come with a fee. Don't think that I'm free. I already know that Sam a beast. Who Sam a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the week. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know you want me to lose. I'm seeing the clues. I already know we can't be cool. You think I'm a fool? I already know I beat my lows. No need to flex. I already know what can I say? They say I'm blessed. I already know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh. Dun, dun, dun. You can't stop what God got planned. Dun, 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 dun. Look at somebody yeah, tell him, you yeah, can't yeah, stop yeah, me, yeah. dog. <laughs> it's hey, D, man. Hey, Sam the nicest. Keeping the modest. Well, if I'm honest, man, I just want to be righteous. I don't need a chain. I don't need a gang. I need to get rid of my vices. I came with a purpose. Knowing it's worth it. Follow wherever the light is. You probably see me with a mic because I'm hoping you like it. Attached to who? You gon' see me beat my demons, that's a fact for you Gotta watch out for them people that distracting you Can't rely on no one else, I gotta stack some moves Just relax, be cool I come with a fee, don't think that I'm free I already know that Sam a beast, who Sam a beast I already know I'm ready to feast, this ain't for the week I already know you wait and see, it's bigger than me I already know you want me to lose, I'm seeing the clues I already know we can't be cool, you think I'm a fool I already know I beat my lows, no need to flex I already know what can I say, they say I'm blessed I already know